Gunnery Sergeant, our friend Jesse Jane Duff. Jesse Jane, welcome back. CL Bryant Show. How are you? Well, good afternoon, Motivator. It is great to be here. Uh, I love what you said. Temporarily uh, replaced parts of our government. Uh, yeah, but we're not going to take this sitting down. Uh, I personally just think that a lot of Americans had to wake up. They depended upon one man to make all the changes. I used to look at those rallies. I'd get excited. But what disappointed me is the bulk of those people never showed up at a fundraiser, never showed up door knocking, never showed up to get other candidates in, never went to a school board meeting. Too many people thought that Donald Trump could just sweepingly change everything. Well, he's not a king. He's a man. And knowing that we now have Americans awake looking at Wow, let's get to our school board meetings. How many times have we seen what's going on in Gordon County out there, and they're fighting with those school boards? How often are we seeing now in Maricopa that they are going through with that audit, and we're going to have those results soon? we got laws rewritten in Georgia. we got it fixed in Wisconsin where they have the loophole for the in homebound where they didn't have to have voter ID. They closed that gap. So what I know is that Americans are awake now. So many took their freedom for granted. So many took the day-to-day for granted and here we are now we're not taking anything for granted anymore in fact we are not going to let them take us for granted i tell you one thing folks and you can tell it right out of the gate she's no wallflower jesse jane then let's talk about this the exodus of america from afghanistan after 20 years of being there just how flawed is the idea of taking the military leaving the equipment and the americans behind how much of a blunder is that in our united states history and keep in mind my father world war ii my grandfather world war one and his father spanish-american war jesse jane duff i have a stake in this country and i'm embarrassed i am saddened it makes me sick talk to us i look at this and Based upon what I know about history, it's probably the greatest blunder ever of the United States military due to the commander-in-chief's lack of direction, uh, his lack of capability, his lack of insight, his lack of turning to the right officials to get the insight, and then his inability to take any responsibility and try to blame a man that left the White House on January 20th. I'm sorry, it's August. You cannot blame somebody who has not been in that position for the last seven and a half months you're just it's just so to me uh i i can't wrap my head around it i've heard a lot of theories people think that this is uh the way that joe biden is enabling china when you look at that you've got the opium over there you've got natural resources such as lithium over there uh they can enable them to get their dirty little hands involved and in, in, and involved in afghanistan by not by ensuring it collapses but to go about it this way just does i can't no red-blooded american who loves this country loves our freedom loves our military can wrap their head around the logic in which this took place apparently the ambassador of afghanistan who was also the ambassador under president trump has come out and stated that the president was told we've seen that there's a general that was in the ground in, in afghanistan came out and said he was told but what i don't understand is you know, why would any-
anybody want to serve under this commander-in-chief without resigning at this point? I mean, you look at a photo of General Patton, and he has very few awards and medals, and then you look at Miley, or Millie, I'm sorry, General Millie, and he's got maybe a good 15 rows of medals, and I dare to say that he is not even a quarter of what Patton was. Um, it's disgraceful, and if they did not co-sign off of this, if they did not enable this, then why haven't they stood up and resigned? Then if you don't resign, you're telling me you consent. Let's try this. Let's, 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 let's explore this thing that you mentioned at the top of what you were just saying there, the Chinese. Now, taking into account uh, Hunter's, Hunter Biden's uh, uh, you know, involvement with them and taking into account that the, the president seems to be a shield or a shield for them, uh, is, do the Chinese now have an inroad to actually allow the Afghan and the Taliban, the Afghanis and the Taliban to, to come into their arms? Is, is that the, 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 the pathway that Joe Biden has laid for them to, to, to take over that territory that we fought for? Talk to us. So, well, first of all, we shouldn't be fighting for that territory. That was something that we, that was for 20 years, where was our mission apparently shifted. It became mission creep. But I would say this, I don't have the empirical data to substantiate what could be. And I really am careful about speculating. A lot of people put their neck out there and will say, well, this is why he did it or why he did not do it. It's still, regardless of him being empowered by the Chinese, or I should say, be control, if he's controlled by the Chinese, because he obviously has plenty to hide. And that's how communists get you. You become, you have to be emboldened by them, but then when you try to walk away, they will expose you. So he really is handicapped, but it still doesn't make any sense. It still doesn't make any sense to have thousands of Americans still in Afghanistan unable to get out. I, I just It's so upside down. Our State Department, regardless of what administration is going in place, I, I mean, Hillary Clinton could have been the Secretary of State. Mike Pompeo had been the Secretary of State. They still have evacuation plans of every single embassy that goes nowhere. Those standard operating procedures to evacuate from a foreign embassy when there is a coup, an overthrow, a, a downfall is is rock solid. The United States Marines are trained on how to evacuate embassies. How is it that our embassy personnel was being flown off of the rooftops after Joe Biden said it wouldn't happen? The day he announced that we would withdraw in May, the Taliban made aggressive advances. He failed to work with the tribal leaders. They are not a nation like United States. They are many tribes. He cut off his negotiations with the tribes. Then they have to turn to the Taliban. He pulled the rug out from underneath the Afghanistan people and the military. People have made great criticism of the military. I've heard people mock them. They're not well-read. They're not educated. Well, guess what, nigger is the Taliban. <laughs> so, you know, I, you know, that's not even a legitimate argument to say, well, they, they're so stupid, you couldn't train them. Well, but the Taliban is? What, you know, what education that new universities are they going to? They're fighting with pure grit. And 50,000 Afghanis died fighting over the last 20 years. And the human death toll from the American and European side had actually been very low in comparison, not low enough for any of us, of course. But you cannot pull out and close your bases in the dead of night, not tell them that you're leaving, not transfer over your military hardware, transfer over any weapons that you wanted them to have. And you cannot stop your air support. Every single thing. I'm only preaching to the choir here. I mean, my your your great nephew could figure this out. You're, you know, a, a 
a 10-year-old knows yeah. you don't have your military pull out without getting your Americans out of there and evacuated. What we've all witnessed is just horrendous. And Joe Biden's not going to be able to recover from this. Hey, I mean, hey, you're preaching it. Let me let me ask you this then. We've all heard the heart-wrenching plea of uh, an American woman trapped behind enemy lines uh, asking uh, Joe Biden, Mr. President, please help me. We're in danger. Uh, when we this turns into a possibility of Americans, literally hundreds of them, being trapped behind enemy lines. I'm old enough to remember, I was a, a kid, but I re, I'm old enough to remember Tehran. And uh, I'm uh-huh. old enough to remember hostages having uh, been taken. Jesse, talk to our audience. Is this truly at this drop-dead deadline date that Joe Biden is, 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 is hell-bent to stick to? Is, is this really a possibility that we can see Americans taken hostage? Uh, help course. us see the reality of this. Of course. When you, first of all, what's so amazing, uh, Kaylee McInerney, who was the press secretary for the president, tweeted out today that the press secretary of the Department of Defense, of defense um, I should I said dissent, uh, Freudian slip there, <laughs> the Department of Defense, okay, defense, which is at, retired Admiral Kirby, who has become just a poster child of bullshit, I'm sorry, but he stands there and tells Americans how many military personnel have been vaccinated. They could go line by line, how many have been vaccinated in the military, each branch service, probably even broken down by rank, but yet they cannot tell us how many Americans are in Afghanistan. They don't know. They admittingly do not know. They do not know how many are behind lines. They admittingly stand there and say, just get to the airport. How can they not be so ashamed of themselves? Because I'm sorry, this downfall is going to cause Americans potentially Potentially, and I dare to say, we're all holding our breath, hoping it doesn't happen. But when you don't even have an accountability, how do you not know that some have already been killed? How do you not know that some have not already been raped or murdered? How do you not know that they're not going to be taken hostage? Because at the Taliban is telling us flat out, no, you're out by August 31st, and they're trying to talk, you know, moving it forward. They can't do this fire drill as quickly as they wanted. You have five five bases that you were supposed to shut down. You're pulling military out, abandoning weapons, not just weapons. You're abandoning our technology. There's biometrics technology that was left behind. There was, I believe, a helicopter of military grades left behind. Your equipment. You know what they do? They call it reverse engineering. All you got to do now is Russians, Chinese, their scientists can pick that stuff up and reverse engineer it and turn around and make their own. It is so absurd that this was what the orders were given to our active duty military personnel. Here's what's going to happen ultimately besides hostages, besides potential human death toll. The military is going to take this in the short so bad. You're going to see uh, it's going to take over a decade to recover, just like with Vietnam. If a military recruiter out there is going going to some young man or woman's house right now, United States Marine Corps, and talking about and joining the Marines. They're talking about how the kid won't be in the infantry and is going to be working, you know, in some office with a cushion, and they're going to be okay. Because no parent is going to want their child to go and serve on this. I don't care how patriotic you are. It's going to set back our military easily a decade because we see more now what's happening than Americans even saw in Vietnam. 
Hear what she's saying, folks. I'm on with retired USMC Gunnery Sergeant Jesse Jane Duff. Jesse, let's take the conversation before you tell everybody how to get a hold of you and get you out to a place where they are. And this is the last question I, I have for you. And I, I know that you can deal with this uh, in a way that uh, will bring some light to it. I, I'm seeing thousands of Afghanis leaving there and coming here. And I'm seeing, well, of course, we're seeing our southern border overrun, but I'm not seeing any mask on these people um, uh, at all when this is supposed to be uh, Fauci's golden or silver bullet. Uh, for all of this. And so, of course, I want to speak to the hypocrisy of Nancy Pelosi and Obama and all the rest of them who don't wear a mask at their gatherings, but they want us to to be hostage to that. Jesse Jane, uh, what's the uh, again, we're talking about lunacy and ludicrousy uh, here. Uh, How ludicrous is it that we are being held hostage to a face mask? Well, it's it's so bad now. You've got to have a vaccine passport just to get into restaurants in New York City. And thank God that the uh, Restaurant uh, Association of New York is suing because now you have flagrantly discriminated against people. You're going to have the people that are vaccinated allowed to participate in a variety of activities versus those that are unvaccinated. It is actually going to impact minority communities at a higher rate than it will uh, white communities. So how is it that they are even deciding that this is appropriate? The left that's supposed to be so compassionate and to sit there and say that this must be a mandate. Uh, I'm, I'm astonished. I'm astonished that children have to wear masks in schools when less than 300, less than 300 children in this country have died from COVID. And we don't even have numbers out on the flu because half the time we don't know if it was the flu or not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a medical professional and I'm very careful about telling people what to do or not do when it comes to a vaccine. Very careful about that because it's all over the charts. I've got people that are telling me that you can shed the virus if you've been vaccinated, and then you'll turn around and see another doctor that says that's unequivocally false. So I don't give guidance on whether you should or should not be vaccinated. I believe that's an individual choice between you and your doctor. We've had well over 300 million vaccines given out throughout the world. The bulk of them are throughout the world, and the impact has saved lives. However, we all know that there has also been a higher rate of adverse impact or effect by this vaccine compared to the regular vaccines in the general population. So each individual must make their own decision and do not shame anybody who had the vaccine or shame anybody who has not. I'm on Twitter. I told people I was vaccinated and I can't believe how many Trump supporters come out and then predict my doom and gloom or death. They're negative. They're nasty. They say things that are completely out of line like, well, you'll see in two years. First of all, I've been vaccinated for everything under the sun, known to man, and possibly on Mars, and I'm still walking. I don't have a third eyeball, and I don't have webbed feet. Thank you very much. But do I agree with Fauci on everything? Absolutely not. I'm all over the place on this. I made a decision, but it doesn't mean that it's the right decision. At the end of the day, make your own decision. But what they're doing to the American people, particularly what we see in New York, and it's starting to happen in other cities, where they're mandating that you, the government, now private business is a separate thing, but when the government mandates the vaccines and people have to decide whether they keep their job or not, you're adversely impacting largely minority communities where they now have to decide between feeding their family or not taking a vaccine that they believe will hurt them. 
I think that the guidance has been horrible. I got a poll call from the CDC the other day, and they're very cheerful. Hi, ma'am, I'm such and such from the CDC. I said, and how are you doing? I said, I'm doing terrible. I don't trust you guys. Don't call me again. <laughs> Click and I blocked it. Like, I'm not participating. I can hear you say that. I can hear you say that. Listen, I I can hear you say that. Hey, listen, let me ask you this. This, this, Let me ask you this. I I, I can't let you get away without you answering this question. I've asked everybody from Hannity to Judge Janine on this show uh, this question. I got to ask you this, Jesse Jane Duff. It's my special guest, uh, retired United States Marine Corps Gunnery Sergeant Jesse Jane Duff. And thank you so much for your service to our nation. But legacy, uh, Jesse. Legacy. When when you and I don't know if you'll ever hang up the spurs or whatever, but when uh, you're looking off into the sunset, uh, hopefully with somebody that you like uh, looking off into the sunset and you're you're rocking in the rocking chairs. What would you like for us to say or what would you like to leave behind to be said about you? What what do you want the legacy to be? That I tried so hard to make a difference. That's all that matters. It was never about profit. It was never about name recognition. It's about doing what is right. My mother said I was like a Joan of Arc. She said that you would get burned at the stake trying to fight for what is right. I put it out there. Doesn't always rub people the right way. My tombstone could just say gunnery sergeant for all I care because at the end of the day, I accomplished more in my lifetime than I probably ever dreamed just by that feat in itself. But I do think that if more Americans stick their neck out there and start participating, get to those school board meetings, get to your local election offices, get involved, get engaged, we will not lose this country. But if you think Donald Trump's going to be a rainmaker and fix it all, uh, you're mistaken. And we saw that. We take him for granted. I almost believe, and this is hard to say, that we had to lose for America to wake up. Had he won? then you would have seen the Senate and the House trying to uh, have him impeached again a third time. They would have gone after him tooth and nail. He would have been frustrated. Now he could clean house, come back in on a clean slate. Joe Biden's his best campaign manager ever. Absolutely. Kamala Harris is lost thinking that she's in a Princess, princess Disney movie, running around thinking, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm the first. I'm the first VP female. This is Princess Disney, Kamala Harris. We, she's nowhere to be found, and of all places for her to go at the fall of Afghanistan was the fall of Saigon. Wow. What a moron. Wow. Tell everybody how to get a hold of you and uh, how to get a view of your work. Talk I'm, to us. I'm on Twitter all the time. I do have Facebook and also Instagram, but I haven't been so active on those. They're harder for me to get postings up. But I would say you can always reach me. Uh, also, if you're not on Twitter, it's at Jesse Jane Duff, J-E-S-S-I-E-J-A-N-E. I do have a website, Jesse Jane Duff. I'm going to start blogging more and posting. I'm hoping to get uh, a lot more going on with my page. But you can email me there, too. I won't necessarily answer. Um, if it's something that's insulting, crude, or rude, you'll just get blocked, and then you will never hear from me again. But uh, <laughs> people that want me out for a speaking engagement or whatnot, um, no, I love this country. And if we have as half, if everybody had half the passion that I have, we will never ever lose our country to these communists and these Marxists again. But too many people fell asleep at the wheel and took it all for granted. So it's wake up time, no more. Let's get caffeinated. We're not going to be decaf. She's always on fire. God bless and God keep you. Uh, is my prayer for your friend, and we'll have you on again real soon. Talk to you soon. Uh, thank you so much for being here today. Well, God bless you, everybody, and take the hill. Don't run away from it. Take it.